Have you found that you don't struggle falling asleep in the evening, but after you wake up in the night, then there is a struggle to fall back asleep? Have you thought, I have sleep maintenance insomnia? Well, if that's the case, then this class is for you. In fact, I was really surprised. It was the other the other week, um, somebody asked me, hey, do you have a, a sleep maintenance insomnia episode? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I was like looking through the episodes like, no, we don't. I was confused because I made a sleep onset insomnia video uh, a while back. But uh, yeah, I want to thank, I forget who it was, but I want to thank the one, uh, the person asking me about this, because I think this could be a really valuable lesson for a lot, a lot of people in our community. And uh, actually, before we get into it, I do have an announcement uh, this coming Wednesday. So in two days, 11 a.m. Pacific time, we will have Coach Michelle hosting a small group discussion and the topic is feeling and facing the hard stuff. Uh, she's Michelle is not only great when it comes to, you know, uh, educating about insomnia, but also all the emotions that come with it. So she'll be hosting a small group discussion. It's limited to six people. There's a link in the description. And it's all these small group, small group discussions that me and Michelle have hosted have always sold out. So if you see this, if there's still spots left and you're interested, do take it. Uh, all right. With that said... What is sleep maintenance insomnia? Well, the most common way people define it is basically like uh, not having problems falling asleep, but problems staying asleep. Problems staying asleep is is, is usually like really the, the core of it in the common definition. Now, uh, before we look at actually my overview of today's topic, uh, I want to say that if you if you you know um, have identified the opposite that you're like no, I have problems falling asleep initially, then do check out Insomnia Insight number 461, which I, I just call the Sleep Onset Insomnia episode. And it's basically a mirror of this episode in many ways, you know, and you'll see what I mean as we go further along. But today we're talking about, you know, this is going to be broken up into three sections. Um, we're going to look at problems staying asleep. We're going to look at the unique aspect of sleep maintenance insomnia. And we're going to look at three tips. And um, that's it. So yeah, without further ado, here is uh, the first uh, aspect of this. So again, sort of the core of sleep maintenance insomnia is that identifying a problem staying asleep. So we're going to look at this closely, which anyway, I hope will be really helpful. So the first thing I want to say here is that actually all human beings have awakenings. We have awakenings from sleep every night. In fact, it happens many times per hour. Yes, per hour. Now, if we have somebody there who's a neurologist or something like that, you may say, well, maybe you don't have a complete awakening every hour. Well, you definitely have many arousal episodes per hour, often like you know, very many, definitely in the teens or more. And, uh, in, and often you do have an awakening, what's kind of EEG defined as an awakening more than once per hour. And now, why is this? Well, I believe this theory the, uh, that it, all, all us um, mammals, we are a little bit more vulnerable when we are asleep. We're not completely aware of what's happening, right? Uh, and so we have this kind of safety mechanism built into our sleep, which is that we have these brief awakenings, we sort of scan the environment, nothing going on. It is safe to sleep. We fall back asleep and we don't remember that. And if you imagine us being kind of a pack animal, you can see how effective this can be. If you have a bunch of people sleeping close to each other, it's almost always going to be somebody kind of keeping an eye out, making sure the tribe is safe, something like that. So uh, the point here is that 
waking up, brief awakenings from sleep is a normal part of sleep. It, it happens to all of us, you know, and, and, the, and the, 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 the thing that we're, I think that's so helpful is that if we think, oh, I must prevent myself from having awakenings, then we're sort of like, you know, we're, we're trying to accomplish something that is impossible, that is just not, not, not real. So we're kind of like fighting, fighting our own, you know, complete normal physiology, our own biology, and that can lead to struggle, as you can see. So I think that's really helpful to point out. And so going back to problems staying asleep, I would, I would look at it more like this. In fact, when we, when we think of like problems staying asleep, what we actually mean is actually difficulties falling back asleep after waking up. That's really what we struggle with. So in my, like the way I would define sleep means insomnia would be more something like this, that sleep means insomnia is when we have struggles falling back asleep after waking up. It can seem like splitting hairs, but I think it, it, it really matters because as you can always get a, get a sense here that is that when we look at it as like struggle falling back asleep after waking up, we can see that it's actually not that different from falling asleep initially. It's like very, very similar. And there, we, and this is why I call this kind of a mirror episode of the sleep onset uh, insomnia episode, you know, which then brings us to what I call the unique aspect here. And what I want to start this section with is uh, just just highlighting that how we how we experience the struggle we call insomnia actually can vary quite a bit. So we have struggles falling asleep in the evening. That's one way we can experience insomnia. It takes us a long time to fall asleep in the evening, and we struggle there. Struggle falling back asleep after waking up. We just talked about that. This is one way we can experience insomnia. Now, never feeling as refreshed, just not necessarily seeing any quote unquote problem with our sleep per se, but just like never feeling like we had deep sleep, never feeling refreshed, never feel like we fully, fully slept. That's one common, very common way we can uh, experience insomnia or, um, uh, you know, not again, sleeping a typical amount at night, really most nights, but then just thinking about sleep, worrying about sleep. Like what if I have trouble sleeping again, that type of experience another very common experience uh, uh, of insomnia or or just never being sure if we slept or not feeling like we're always in this kind of half sleep situation uh, another common way we experience insomnia and of course so is overlap you know overlap between all of the above and many other experiences that I enlist here and when one thing shifts to another you know that is also common that's that's also a very common ex insomnia experience so the point here is that there is a wide range of ways we can experience a fear of not sleeping, a fear of being awake, but there's actually no principal difference between any of the above. All of the above are just various ways we can experience the same thing, which is the fear of not sleeping. The fear of being awake and can just take, take different sh shapes and forms, but there's no principal difference between them. So for example, when we go from struggling, falling back asleep, to struggling with falling asleep initially, there has been no principal difference. There's no actually, nothing that matter has changed. And the, and the reason I wanna really highlight this is that so often of students that go, hey, Daniel, I had tr trouble falling asleep, but now I have trouble staying asleep. And, and this student here can be quite alarmed and thinking that something has changed, something is different. There's a new thing going on. Then I always highlight that there's, there's really nothing's different. It's just that, you know, it, you know, uh, the brain was really afraid of 
uh, of being awake in the evening at first, and then that that went away, and now it's afraid of 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 being awake later in the night, you know. But it's the same fear that creates all the struggle, and that can be so helpful because then we truly see that it's all about that. It's all about the fear of being awake, and when that fear is no longer there, it doesn't matter how we experience the struggle. It all fades away. All those experiences, how you know, in, in whatever shape they came came, they they fade away. And so another way I say this is that our, our you know, you, I can say your experiences and you uh, have, you have an, a unique, special personality, you know, no doubt about that. But insomnia isn't unique or special. It's just, you know, it's, it's just one way we can experience fear. And really, the more we think of insomnia as ordinary, nothing strange or usual, something that millions and millions of people have experienced, the more we do that, the more we think of it as ordinary, the more we think of an ordinary way to leave the struggle, which is education, just letting go, and and then the easier our path will be. The tricky thing with this, like thinking that, oh, my insomnia is unique and strange, it can lead to think, oh, I need some unique and, and unusual way to like, you know, combat this unique insomnia I have. That can lead to struggle, you know, with just a just sense of like, Oh, this is very strange. Unusual what's happening to me. That in itself, as you can almost just tell from from hearing that, is that it lends us to be more scared. But when we think of, oh, this is ordinary, nothing strange or usual happening, that automatically leads to more and more peace. So I think that is really nice. Now, getting a little bit more practical here, three tips. Um, these uh, these are really the things I share with anyone that asks me, like, hey, what should I do when I'm awake at night? And I think it really applies to when we have had this experience that we, we know we have not so much struggle falling asleep, but when we wake up and then we struggle falling back asleep, what to do? Uh, a here, I say, don't check the time, which is not a hard rule or anything like that. Sometimes people hear this and say like, oh, I must not check the time. That's the way I'm going to conquer my insomnia. Well, then it becomes this effort again. But this is just an invitation to not check the time. And the reason I mention this is that what happens so often is that someone falls asleep then they wake up realize they're awake, become alarmed, and check the time, you know, which is natural because when we're in any type of struggle, we want to have some sense of control and checking the time, knowing what time it is so we can calculate and ponder can seem like, you know, a reasonable thing to do. But often what happens is just, it just makes us even more alarmed. We're like almost never wake up, check the time and go like, oh, that was nice. And just fall back asleep. It's almost always like check the time and be like, oh my gosh, I've only stepped this little or, oh my gosh, I only have this little opportunity to sleep. Oh my gosh, it's the same time I wake up yesterday. And so leaving tracking, leaving monitoring can be really, really helpful. So a practical thing to do is, is that, you know, when we find ourselves waking up at night, we're a little bit frazzled, but we don't check the time, just takes away kind of like, uh, takes away kind of like, something tangible for the brain to work with the, the brain like it loves numbers because it likes to have some sense of control and when we take away numbers we, we leave things fuzzy and doesn't even know what time it is it can it can really lead to more and more peace so that's really nice the second one i say is accept reality which sounds you know like what does that mean well oftentimes we don't accept the reality we we, we we start waking up and we're like i don't want to wake up but then oh no i'm fully awake but we're still not accepting that we're like now i have to just stay here and hope I fall back asleep or I do something, just shut my eyes. Just, we're kind of fighting reality. We're, we're trying to force ourselves to not be awake anymore, which is tricky, at least a struggle. So accepting reality, meaning like, okay, this has happened. I'm awake at this moment. and I'm not going to try to force myself to, to sleep. 
that leads to more peace in itself. So accepting reality is really nice. And it, it sort of automatically uh, segues nicely into C, which is befriending wakefulness. And um, I want to highlight again that befriending wakefulness doesn't mean that we have to like get out of bed and put on a really exciting video or do something super engaging. Not at all. But befriending wakefulness really just means that we can look at the fact that we're awake uh, uh, not as like a problem, an enemy, something we have to fight with, with rather an invitation to, to see like, okay, I'm awake now. And how can I befriend this? I mean, how can I accept this? How can I, how, how can I make this easy, easy for me? What is the easiest way I could um, experience wakefulness right now? What is the most kind of low energy? What's, what's, what's the, what's the path of least resistance for me now? Is it just resting? It's just laying down with my eyes closed and just resting uh, maybe that's a nice way to befriend wakefulness or maybe listen to a podcast or maybe having a snack or maybe watching a show, you know, whatever feels like this will transform wakefulness to from like an antagonist to something that's acceptable to me. Uh, that is really, really helpful because that teaches the brain that there is nothing to fear. Like being awake is a harmless state of mind that we, we don't have to struggle with or fight that leads to resolution of any insomnia, including the, the variation we call sleep maintenance insomnia. So I'll conclude there. Let me know what you thought in the comment section and I um, hope you find this helpful. If you are indeed finding your way to where you want to be a place of peace of mind, peaceful sleep, you feel like yourself, that is amazing. That's wonderful. Let us know. Uh, it will bring hope and inspiration to our community. On the other hand, if you are struggling, you felt isolated, people around you don't really know how to help you, then please check out our coaching options. Head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com. And if you decide to join any of our programs, then we look forward very much to seeing you on the other side. With that said, I will conclude here. Look forward to having you back real soon. And uh, we'll go from there. Bye-bye.